Do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us? All you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us. Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since 2005. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, everyone, and welcome to Infendo Radio episode 590. Um, we have a full house tonight. I am joined by all of my lovely co-hosts, as you hopefully know by now. I am Lucas. Um, however, I am not the most interesting person here. I would say that honor would have to go to Justin. So, Justin, how you doing tonight, buddy? And where can the people find you when you're not being so gosh darn interesting? <coughs> <coughs> and Good choking start. choking on my own phlegm. Good um, start. <laughs> I was doing well until that moment. Um, I... I am eager for the week to end. It's been a long one. Um, but um, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. You can find me tweeting about Disney at Utilidork. You can go to thedisneyparkbench.com and check out my Disney site. And about this time next week, you'll be able to hear episode three of the Disney Park Bench podcast, which I plan on recording tonight. Very nice. Um, Steven, when you're not recording podcasts, which is something that you do very frequently, where can the people find you? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do podcasts. Never heard of these things. Um, You can find me at my Linktree website, linktr.ee forward slash gentus. And I spend way too much time in Discord. I've really got to kick this addiction. All right. Well, um, we will we will work on that in the coming days. I feel days. like this is an intervention. Um, um, yeah, Eugene, for me. Eugene, what addictions are you trying to kick at the moment? Well, um, just got rid of the black tar heroin. Um, no, no addictions for me. I am trying to stay addicted to getting eight hours of sleep a night, I guess. But that doesn't happen. That Ever. doesn't sound healthy. I gave up no. on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I don't know if you asked that, but I am. Um, you can find me at infender.com. That's really the place to be for me. So, yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to put it out into the universe that I will have a video up by the end of the weekend. So you can go check that out on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash L-U-K-A-S-P-E-A-C-E. I've been really lazy because life and all the stuff in between. But let's do something about it. However, we are not going to be lazy tonight. Tonight is going to be fun of full of fun and activities, and that is because Eugene has so graciously volunteered to resurrect an old classic. We are talking about the one and only Nintendoons, yes. which is the game where he plays music from video games that have hopefully been on Nintendo systems, and then we gotta figure out what game it is, and whoever guesses it gets points, and at the end, the winner gets to kill his least favorite co-host. Unless (laughs) it's the host that gets the points, in which case the host gives the points to somebody else. Also fair, uh, maybe. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. Um, Also, I guess just as kind of a little bookkeeping here, um, we've been talking about kind of doing this thing every five episodes or or so. So if the show's got a zero or a five at the end of it, expect that to be maybe a game episode, maybe, unless we decide this is a terrible idea. But we missed this, and we wanted to bring it (laughs) back. Aren't all of our ideas terrible? Well, I mean, we've made it to 590 episodes, so we got to be doing something. (laughs) Got to count for something, man. Although we're not really getting paid, so I guess we could just keep doing this infinitely um eugene why don't you kick things off get us started be our wonderful host and and have us enjoy this moment 
Yeah, for sure. And especially since we haven't done this in a while, I guess I will explain what the heck Nintentoons is. Um, Nintentoons is a game that where I have a bunch of songs quayed up, and they, they being these guys over here on the, you know, my video feed, they're gonna try and guess what games those songs came from. Um, I have a fairly diverse mix, I feel. I don't think I have any games where it's gonna be unfairly leaning towards any of my co-hosts. So we'll find out here with the first game. We- we span the generations at Infendo. So, uh-huh. so, so what I'm hearing yeah. is there's no Shantae or Shovel Knight. There is no Shantae. There's no Shovel Knight. There is, um, there is, however, a span of games, and this is how I did it this week because I have five games for you guys. We're gonna start off fr- first um, in the NES, and then we're gonna work our way up all the way to the Wii because that's you know nice. five consoles. So this is so... gonna be a comeback episode for me. Got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, without further ado, um, let's go ahead and start with our first track on the NES, starting now. And remember, you can ask questions and stuff. But uh, I would like to, I would like to impose a gentleman's rule: you guess, and then you gotta like wait for the other folks to guess or for like him to switch up the song like one guess per song or something sure okay just i think that's a good of, idea just to so, keep it all right so we're on the we're on the first song so everybody gets one guess on this song yeah. so how about a, I, like a question or you actually get to guess the, the i i'm gonna go for a guess i think it's that saga game that just got remastered um no it is not good okay. guess though Sounded um, RPG. So this is kind of a blanket question because I noticed from your list of systems you were going by, are any of these portable? Nope. This is a NES title um, at its core. Is this game third party or first party? This would be a third party game. All right, so everybody's taking a guess. So Good let's go music. on to our next track. Mm-hmm. It's it's great music. It sounds like it would be in Shovel Knight. That was not a guess. <sighs> sounds like you it would be an RPG. That's what I was. If thinking. I get to the, I'm thinking if I get to like the next track and the, or the one after that, that's gonna be where um, I'm, I'll give you a little hint here. It's gonna have music that if you've played the, a game in this series, then you should recognize it. Could this be? Right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna guess, and it's gonna be broad. So you'll have to tell me if it if it counts. Or is this one of the Yeast games that that YS series? I don't know. Is this guys? Ninja? Is this Ninja Gaiden? Oh, this is not Ninja Gaiden. That would have been a good callback to last week. I was listening. So I wasn't here. Thinking. So was that a yes or a no on the RPG question? It is not an RPG. Well. Hmm. Okay. This one, mm, no, I have, this a, I have an another, I have another guess, but I don't think it's right based on your hint about it being a series. And I, well, here's okay, the next, I want Here's the next I wanna, track. So. Oh. I want to guess it anyway. Okay, hang on, hang on. I don't know the name of the game, but that that one that has, uh, it, it's not Earthbound, but it's very Earthbound-ish, and it's got the guy. Oh my with god! The, like, oh my god! Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Castlevania. Okay, it, I'll, I'll, you get, you've earned yourself oh, a half a point, Justin. Oh, it's definitely Castlevania. It's Simon's Castle Quest, Castle, just a three. It, 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 well done. Well done, Justin. 
Uh. Justin with the first point. <laughs> I told you once we got to this track, you would get it. <laughs> Funny part is I've never played this game, but this is such an iconic so theme from go, it. Go back, song is in Smash go back to the beginning yeah, of this probably. song, because it sounded like one of the intro songs from Ninja Turtles 1. Or, yeah, Ninja Turtles 1. Help me yeah. out. What was the game I was talking about with the guy with the yo-yo, the 2D platformer, the oh. star? Wait, star Tropics. Star Tropics. I so, say, that wasn't a 2D platformer, that was more of like a Zelda top-down... It was kind of like Zelda 2-ish, wasn't it? So, Steve, um, the, your answer, the reason why you thought it was Ninja Turtles is because this game is made by Konami, and, you know, yeah. same, same developer. Yeah. I don't all right, all right, all right. I don't right, right. that guy. I knew this was Konami from, like, round freaking one, I felt like. Like, there was <laughs> music. Yeah. So, I guess Star Tropics. Let's go ahead and <laughs> move on to the next track which is from the SNES so that should remove any questions about what this is portable or console it's from the SNES and away we go all right the good news is I was born for this one so <laughs> wow those faces is Okay, is Fire this a Emblem. Nintendo published game? This is not Fire Emblem. This is not a Nintendo published game. I should have waited for the question. <laughs> Jump the gun, man. God, this sounds so yeah, much like... Yeah, it really does. I'm gonna... Ra real random shot in the dark. This isn't Animaniacs, is it? Not Animaniacs, no okay. Um, uh, Justin, I think you have a question before we move on to the next track, if you want to have one. Um, I mean, I had asked if it was a Nintendo published game, and you answered, Oh, yeah, so. yeah, that's right, okay. Then I guess we will move on to the next track, after I figure out who did something to our... Uh, DJ uh, subscribed to us with, uh, Prime. Thank you, DJ. Oh, thank you, you Andy. DJ, appreciate you. Oh, I'm here uh, myself, I'm DJ. here myself, here myself, sorry. Okay. Um, let me pop out the chat. Let me go. Echo, ahead. echo, echo, echo. <laughs> <laughs> let me move on to the next track. And away we go. Well, there went that guess. <laughs> yeah, same. I was going to say Star Fox. I was going to say Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I'll take a shot in the dark. Is it Castlevania? <laughs> It is not. That would be. Funny. I would have been mad. mad. It's not Castlevania. <laughs> hmm. I should have done that. <laughs> oh, is this um, Illusion of Gaia? Uh, it's not Illusion of Gaia. Darn, be more predictable, <laughs> dude. Come on. Apparently not. People listen to this <laughs> show for uh, for rec for you know, same old, same old. They don't want new stuff. Right. Right. Steve, All right. You're the only one with a guess. Oh wait. Oh, no. no. Just. Well, no, I, uh, I, I, I have I mean, a guess. I guess if it was Castlevania, I'm the only so one I guess that guessed. was my turn. I don't even know what to guess. <laughs> I, guess I, mm, I guess, is it an RPG? I don't really know. Let me, like, it, it's okay. a weird game, so maybe. Give me let the me name and I'll see. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> write, it in, write it in Discord. I'm glad Steve asked, because okay. that was going to be my question. Follow I don't up, know why I keep thinking everything is an RPG. But. Is, this, I don't... is this available on the Switch Online? Super Nintendo crap. No, definitely not. Okay. 
Um, so, like, so the the other answer is that um, it's it's on the Wii's virtual console. I guess that's the, clo the well, closest. Well, everything it's been. was. Yeah. Right. But um, like, what what uh, Wikipedia is telling me is that this is a um, platform and city building simulation game. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Next track. That's weird. Did they do a roller coaster tycoon on Super Nintendo? Yes, but that's not it. Okay. <laughs> Platform and city. <laughs> what the? <laughs> oh, that's that's a freak. That's you the biggest clue I could have ever given you. So I don't think you guys have probably heard of this. Game. Super Mario Sim City. I don't freaking know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you a hint. You mentioned, um, Lucas, was if this game was Illusion of Gaia. No, but this is by the same people who made Illusion of Gaia, Enix. Oh, no. They had versions of this game on the PlayStation Vita, and I have it. It's a series. It's a franchise, isn't it? I don't think I'm going to know the, the, the thing. Um, I mean, um, unless it's Dragon Quest, I got no idea what else Enix has yeah, done. Yeah, like... Okay, Eugene. Is Grand it... Blue? Did oh. they do Grand Blue? <laughs> it's not Grand no, Blue. is this the one where you go around and you recruit people to build up your main city base? Well, that's sure what it sounds like, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to tell you, I've never played the game myself. So You're gonna say I, the title, gonna the and I'm gonna I'm gonna know it. So, oh oh oh, Sui Kuden or Sui Suo? No, okay. Mm -mm. Do you guys up. want another track, or are we conceding? <laughs> I mean, give us one more track. Let's let's dive. It's good music, so I mean, why not? Right? That almost sounded like something I knew. <laughs> it all just sounds like Animaniacs. Um. Yeah, it's, it's I, I fold. I don't have anything. What other what other mainstream series are there that this could be? Like, um. Oh no. Atelier? Did that was that an old series or is that like new? I'm just guessing. Could be, but I'm it just, ain't I'm it. I'm just naming. I'm just naming like wow. RPGs. <laughs> All right, you guys give up. I concede. This Let game that appeared on the SNES and was developed by Quintent and um, published by Enix is called ActRaiser. When I got that. I've heard of that, and I vaguely recall hearing that there was this sim mm -hmm. aspect of it, but mm -hmm. yeah, I never would have guessed that. Yeah. And 64. And 64. <laughs> Here we come! Let's recap the score for anybody who's newly joining us. Um, well, it's easy, because Justin's the only one with the point. So, it's anybody's game. I've got three songs left. Here comes I already know what I'm going to guess. Iggy's Wrecking Balls? <laughs> yes. No, I've been not. I've been waiting for that. That yeah. This one I think might be hard too, so like start asking guesses. I, I'll give you uh, um, a second to like ponder over the track here, but yeah, like I, I, I feel like you're gonna need guesses for this one. Is this game a shooter? Um, sort of, yeah. 
And there's the THX sound. Brought to you by IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my scorekeeping app doesn't make the ding sound anymore. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> One of these days we'll get uh, it back. I, I'll, I'll just get a ding sound effect. Don't you worry. You can probably pull uh, it from an old episode. Okay, I haven't asked a question yet. No. Um, uh, is, is it too early to ask for developer? No. All right. Um, uh, well. Translation. He, ha- he thinks we've got no idea. Actually, kind of, because, yeah, let's wait on developer for a second, because I really feel that'll give it away. Um, how about genre? Well, it's kind um, of a shooter. Oh. Yeah, it's, Sorry, it's, 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 it's not like kind of a shooter. I guess it is a shooter, but um, it's not like a first-person shooter. But, you know, it's got it's got shooty-shooty sh- gun guns. Is shooty, it shooty Jet gun Force guns. Gemini? It is. This game is Jet Force Gemini. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Well I thought done. it sounded rarish. <laughs> There's your ding. <laughs> I feel like elevators. So. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to our next track. Justin is running away with this. Yeah. But we still got two tracks left, so, you know, we <clears throat> still got a chance. I feel like this one's going to be tough, um, so... Let's dive okay, right in. Okay, but you've literally said that about like every track. Uh, well, I think <laughs> everyone is. I, I, I made I everyone mean, not really that easy. Yeah. Of of the three of them, only one of them wasn't tough. This is one of my favorite games of the GameCube because we're we're in the GameCube generation now. We don't know this. This guys is of fire. No, Fire Emblem. What? Oh, what was the GameCube one? Shoot, uh, I can't remember. It's but not it's Fire not Emblem. it. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I think I can remember the subtitle, but he's already shaking. Was it Radiant Dawn, or was that the? Wii? I think so. Or Dawn of Radiance, something to that effect. <clears throat> it ain't that. Fire Emblem: Path of Exile. It is not Fire Emblem. Oh, I guess we need more music. Where'd my music go? There, it's coming. It's coming in. Coming in hot. It's ambient. Hmm. Very cinematic. It's got a good score for sure. Ooh, that sounds like a movie theme. Is this theme. a licensed game? Not a licensed game, no. So it's I'm not Lord of the Rings. Here. Ooh. Do it. I don't know if I want to or not. God, this sounds way too cinematic. Lucas, you don't lose points for guessing. Yeah, you but don't I have do points lose to lose. Valuable. I do lose valuable guessing opportunities. It's true. But you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Eugene, does yes. this game have the word of? In the, in the title, you mean, or in the game? Because I bet that it's in the game somewhere. That severely narrows down my guesses. <laughs> no ups. Do we know what what uh, genre this is? 
I don't think we know yet. genre yet. Um, I could give it to you. Would you like maybe? to waste your guess to find out? The I could give you genre. It, I'll be real though. It's probably gonna give it away. I would imagine. But uh, um, no. Okay. All right. Actually, Wikipedia just tells me it's a role-playing video game. So that's what you get. Of course, it's a role-playing video game. But the actual genre would have given it away. That's interesting. Uh huh. Totally so, would have. I think we need another track. I am ready for another track. Here we go. Um. I. I feel like somebody else would have gotten this if it was this, but is this uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? No. Not Final Fantasy no Crystal way. Chronicles. Lucas and no I put way, way too much it. time into that game. Figured. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's not a licensed game, although I don't think the license came first. Um, God, I don't even know what to ask. Um... God! Da, da, is, this game, da, 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 da. is this game part of a series? Yes, it is, in fact. And I'll give you a hint. This game had a cancelled DS um, planned game to be coming out. So I don't know if that helps or hurts, but it is part of a series. Now all I can think of is Mega Man Legends, and I know that ain't it. So. Now all yeah, I can think of is game. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, this this song sounds just like the goddess theme from Skyward Sword. It sounds a lot like Skyrim music, too. <laughs> Is it Skyrim on the GameCube? Isn't the goddess theme in the same in every Zelda game? It is no, not Skyrim. The go- no, the goddess the theme is from Skyward Sword. You're thinking of Zelda's theme, which is... Uh, no, I'm thinking think of, was... like, the goddess appears, the fairy... Hey, um, Eugene, let's get another track. Yeah, fairies are not the track. fairies it's, are not gods in the Legend of Zelda lore, Justin. Know your lore, brah. <laughs> All right, know, I'm gonna give know you your Japanese music I'm, titles, Lucas. I'm gonna give you a pretty good hint on this one. I feel so. Listen up, kids. This game is developed by none other than Monolith Soft. Xenogears. Oh. Pika. Not not Xenogears. I don't even know what I they developed what, I, before Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm, I'm taking a wild guess here. I don't know if they developed this, but is it Baton Kaidos? <laughs> it is. Ooh. It is. God, you and Justin are vibing. <laughs> what? Like, apparently. What? Was like, it I've, Baton like, what? I was like 50-50 on whether they developed I that. Saw, <laughs> I've never even heard, heard of that. that. I saw an ad for it in Nintendo Power a long time ago. Dude with big wings. That's yep. all I know about. It's, it's like a card game. So, so that if I would have said huh. it's like a card game, that would have totally given it away, I feel like. I didn't Not know it was me. a card game. <laughs> it was Monolith Soft that gave it away because, like I said, it was like 50-50. I'm like, I think they developed that one. But... Did they develop the Xeno series? Is that yeah. them? Yes. Okay, I, if, you can, if anybody can get their hands on this game and you're interested, it's really fun. It's like a turn-based RPG, but like you use your cards. So like I so, felt like I was playing you. So I have a yeah. <laughs> thing against playing games that I can't pronounce. Well, 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 fortunately, this one's pronounced exactly the way it's spelled. Well, there, Steve, I've got a game here for you. Here's a oh, game yeah. on the Wii that I know you can pronounce. Shovelware. <laughs> 
sounds familiar. Oh, is this, this is... This is World of Goo. This it? is World of Goo! Good game. Oh, I'm so <laughs> mad that developers. I never played enough of that game. All right, I'm happy I Dude, at least got a point. we talked about that pre-show. I know. I was. I was. I thought you were gonna get it because you, you were the only one on the call. We bed. talked about this pre-show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. Oh my god. All gosh. right. Well, I need to get this game anyway. But this series is good. World of Goo. It's Little good. Inferno. Um, even I, the programming one. They're all. Really it awesome. sounds like a Tim Burton game. Yeah, and they've right? got that vibe. It's all like kind of dystopian future stuff. Mm -hmm. It's really highly recommended. It's on the Switch, right? I think. Uh, yeah. I think World of Goo is. Yeah. yeah. World of Goo is. I, don't, I, I think don't Little Inferno entire, is, but... too, actually. Well, um, we did it. Um, Holy I'm going to toss it back over to you, Lucas. I don't know what we're doing after this, but I know that this portion well, is done. We don't have we something did for it. Wii U or Switch? We all earned nope. points today. Um, equally, hey, Steve, every, I didn't everyone even get the obligatory point. Everyone <laughs> was a winner in their own way. Really, no way to determine who actually won the game. Uh, moving right along into Change the System, um, Justin, since I guess technically you won Nintendoons, would you like to go first for Change the System this week? Technically, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a few things to talk about, but I think I will save one of them for last because I think Lucas and I will both have something to say about it. Mm. Um, wiki, wiki. But I do wiki, have wiki, something wiki. that I forgot to mention last week and was very angry about a uh, <laughs> little game that I played. Um, so, I made a purchase a while ago and uh, and probably led to what will be a series of unwise follow-up purchases. I bought myself a Super Game Boy 2, a Japan exclusive upgrade to the original oh, I, okay. Super Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so ever since I got this, I've been wanting to play some more Super Game Boy games. I have the first two Donkey Kong Land games. I have the Donkey Kong game. I've got Killer Instinct. I wanted more. Can I point out, can I point out, um, and I, I, I realize that technically, like, they're different games. They're not just, like, downgraded ports of, of, like, the Donkey Kong games and stuff. But how weird it is that you're playing, like, Killer Instinct and Donkey Kong on a, on a Game Boy that you can put on your TV when those are, like, games that have TV equivalents. Like, Funny you should mention that. Yeah, so the game that I played... Um, a couple of weeks ago on my Super Game Boy is Street Fighter 2. God. <laughs> um, oh my god. Like Mario have, Land exists, Pokemon I exists. I have always wanted to try this version of Street Fighter 2 on actual Super Game Boy hardware. Um, and it was an experience. Um, so here's the thing. Street Fighter 2 works on Game Boy about as well as you would expect it to. Um, it wasn't as terrible as the Mortal Kombat games, which are just clunky as all hell. Um, it is definitely slower paced than the big console version, but it works well enough. Like, I played on slightly below medium difficulty and got all the way to the end with only a few restarts. Um, playing as Ryu, of course, because, you know, he's the best. Um, as far as Super Game Boy enhancements, 
It has backgrounds. That's about it. Um, there's no special sound effects. There's no special color palettes. Um, you can play two-player with the link cable, but, you know, obviously I did. Oh, no, no. You can play two-player with two controllers. So, so that's one of the special features of the Super Game Boy version. Huh. So the Super Game Boy adds features that weren't present on the regular Game Boy. That's a I thing. think the biggest one was that it plays the games at the right speed, right? Like, I think that's the biggest feature. Yeah, so um, the Super Game Boy 2... So, all right, for Crash Course on Super Game Boy. The Super Game Boy allows you to play Game Boy games on the Super NES. Super Game Boy Enhanced games can have special features such as um, color palettes, uh, all uh, like special um, unique borders. Um, what else? It can use the Super NES sound chip to play sound bites or play music off of the Super NES instead of off of the Game Boy. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. The Super Game Boy 2... Um, enhances the Super Game Boy by, number one, fixes an issue that the original had, as uh, Eugene said, the original Super Game Boy played the games, Game Boy games a little bit too fast. This hmm. fixes that. And also has a link port on the side, so you can connect a Game Boy to the Super Game Boy to play two Pokemon, games. let's be real, they did it because of Pokemon. Probably mm -hmm. did because of Pokemon. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, if anybody has ever played Pokemon Yellow version. The color palettes that it uses in the Game Boy Color version are basically mm -hmm. identical to what the color palettes were on the Super Game Boy versions of Red and Blue. Huh. So, so like when you go to Lavender Town, the whole screen has a lavenderish palette on the Super Game Boy. Um, so that's enough of that. It was an interesting experiment, and I plan on getting more Super Game Boy games. Um, I got a quick product review here, and then I'm going to jump into the new game that I played. Be um, be before you jump into that, I've also got a product review that I need to knock out. Like, after you do yours. Okie dokie. Okay. So, I bought... Uh, um, I bought this thing. I don't actually have it right now because it's hooked up to my Switch. But I bought a Ugreen multiport adapter. And what this is, it's a combination... A USB 3 hub and USB 3 Ethernet adapter. So basically, instead of having to have a hub and then have the adapter plugged into the hub or, you know, all of that, I've got an all-in-one thing. Um, the review is, it seems to work. Haven't really gotten to play any online games with it yet, but I definitely have a wired um, connection. Um, the USB hub definitely works, and uh, it's a great little device for your dock, you know, if you want to have a better connection and more USB ports. So, um, I got that off of Amazon. The brand is Ugreen, um, so check that out. It's about, like, 13 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Um... Uh, I, I guess Steve wants to interrupt me before I talk about the big new game, so yeah, I guess we'll let Steve talk about whatever I figure plastic piece of crap he got. I figure since we're doing product reviews, um, I actually have one as well. Um, Limited Run Games and Game Decks got together, and they did card games based off of the Mutant Muds games. So they've got Mutant Muds and Mutant Muds Super Challenge. 
Um, I got the Mutant Muds one with the, the Tui collection on 3DS. And then Game Decks actually sent me the Super Challenge deck as a free product to review. So, my wife and I sat down and played the game this weekend. And it's not a bad game. It plays kind of like Mario Party. Um, the weird thing is, though, is you build your deck, or you build your board out of cards. So it's got modular pieces that you can set down in the table in kind of whatever order, and you kind of build your own game board. Um, everything is contained in the box, and everything can be stored in the box, which is kind of nice. Um, I do have some, some complaints about the quality of the cards. Um, normally when they ship this kind of stuff, everything comes, you know, in order, easy to sort out. Um, it looks like somebody sat down with their four-year-old and pulled the cards apart off of a perforated piece of paper. Um, so not too pleased about that, but the game itself is fun. It's a good one that, you know, you could sit down for a game night with some friends after this pandemic crap is over and have a good time. So, all in all, I'd say I'd probably give it about a three and a half stars. Quality's not good, but the game itself is fun, and they get a lot of concepts from the actual video game into a card game, which is really weird to see. So, hmm. so yeah. thank you, Game Dex. Appreciate it. So now, um, do they do they double as Amiibo, and then you can like link put him in your game or something <laughs> like that? I wish that would be awesome. But no. That's the next step. Now, right? I will say this much, though. The two decks are compatible, so you can combine them and use them as one giant deck as well. So, Okay. That seemed like more of a game review than a product review. Well, it's product because it's right. physical. Yes, and, and these things are imaginary. <laughs> hey, Justin, what else have you been playing? Well... Funny you should ask. Um, I discovered this new game that I may or may not have mentioned on last week's episode. Um, a little music game by the Music Game Masters Harmonix called Fuser. Um, my opinions on it are going to be brief, probably briefer than Lucas's by the sheer that nature is so of many the fact. S's I have in my name. The, the, by, by the sheer fact that Lucas has more time on his hands to play video games. But um, basically, um, Fuser puts you in the role of a DJ, and you have a crate, quote-unquote crate of, of music, so you get to choose, like, I don't know, roughly a dozen songs to choose from that you can bring to a stage, and basically you take the drums from this song and mix it with the bass from that song and the melody from another song and the vocals from another song or whatever you know the keyboard from over here you've got four sure. tracks very similar to like a rock band sort of thing and all everything's perfectly synced up to the same bpm the same uh uh key which makes some of the songs sound really weird by the way um, but but um, you can change all that when you do free play, and I assume you'll unlock those features <laughs> later in story mode. Go on, Justin. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you get to to basically play along, and and the game when you play story mode, the game kind of teaches you um, the the best way to drop a disc and and how to mix and match different types of things, and and it's a fun little. It's a fun little toy. The game part of it, like especially the campaign, like story mode part of it, is 
more difficult than I expected it to be, especially somebody like me who is typically really good at music rhythm games. Uh, but even when you're not doing well, it's still fun to just mix and match this music, and I foresee myself spending a lot of time with this game because it's a great game to just pick up and play for 5, 10, 15 minutes, um, because I think each round is about 5 or 10 minutes, and you can do a lot in that amount of time. Um, Lucas, um, you probably got to spend a lot more time with it than I have because, um, you know, you don't have children. What? <laughs> what we know of. What's the price <laughs> on it? Um, um, well, it was it's... on sale. Like, Yeah, really I mean, cheap. it's regularly the standard version is $60. Okay. Um, it was on sale for $30 when Lucas and I bought it. There is also a deluxe edition that comes with a bunch of DLC, which I think is like $80 or $90. So put it in my wish list and get it when it goes on sale. Yes, and I, and I did spend probably about $10 on DLC because... You know, you you gotta have some Rick Astley in your in your mix there. <laughs> sure. So I guess this is as good a transition as any for me to talk about the games I've been playing. Um, guys, I don't know if you've heard of it, but I'm playing this little game called Fuser, uh, made by the same people who did Rock Band and a couple of other games that I've never played. Um, I um, I like it. I like it a lot. Justin did his his little um, like. I, I, I'm belittling him here. His, his little change the system last week, <laughs> where he, he talked about the, itty bitty uh, change the system you last you week. You <laughs> well, let's let's be fair. I play I play games so in such small bursts nowadays. You get a little and, here, a little there, a little little spice. And it's little usually cover. the same three games. So, so um, so he had played the review or the 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 demo of it that was on the eShop, and he was like, "Oh, you should check this game out. You get to mix up the mix, mix up the max." I was like, "I like doing that." Um, so I downloaded the demo, and I was like, yeah, I like this. I actually really like this. So I downloaded it. Um, <laughs> first thing I'll say, I don't like Rock Band and Guitar Hero and all those games that much. Um, I never really got into them as a kid. Um, I don't really like rhythm games as that much. As a kid. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I was like 15 when those games were at like, their peak, man. <laughs> um, but, but I was 30. <laughs> I, I oh, don't like... I don't like rhythm games that much but i like rhythm i listen to a lot of music so i find it very easy to to match the beat to the music even when i'm not looking and like and flip from like track to track um and this game is much less about like red 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 blue 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 red yellow blue blue blue, blue, blue you know like like tapping all the buttons in a specific way and much more about just kind of like you know feeling the beat and changing the track and then you'll have like suggestions in the story mode and you'll have like like justin was saying like crowd recommendations like play all star or play imagine dragons or whatever or um but but it's largely kind of just up to you to just kind of get something that sounds good you can like do all the the standard dj stuff there's instruments you can play with you can fade in tracks fade out tracks like you unlock a lot of features through the story mode that i'm like halfway through right now so justin yeah it's it's really like if like lucas said if if you never really got into those you know the fast pace you know because i know guitar hero especially um got to a point where it was really about making it as hard as possible and mm -hmm. rock band didn't get quite so much into that but it was still you know you had to be able to follow the note chart and hit buttons at the right time and all that yeah. and this is yeah a lot more like it's more Mario Paint it. 
and less Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's more about just yeah. like creative expression and just kind of finding something that sounds good to you. And yeah. obviously, there's like scores, you know. So you want to like if if you're min maxing this game for like you know maximum efficiency, you want to be like switching tracks constantly to the beat to to get the most out of it. But yeah. but I find you know it's more rewarding to just do like a three star level and and actually like enjoy the song you're listening sure. to than it is to. You know. Yeah, I'm always disappointed in my score. The I have not broken four stars yet but and, and even when i nail like every drop and all that and get all the requests and i still only get like two three stars i'm like what am i doing wrong i like it yeah i um <laughs> i've i've gotten a couple four stars i've i've not done a five i probably won't anytime soon it's a good game to just kind of play like in your free time the last thing i'll say because I, I do have other things i wanted to talk about tonight brief as they may be is that um like even for someone like me who doesn't listen to a lot of like for lack of a less poser term like mainstream music like <laughs> i know a lot of the songs in this game which i was i was very thankful for like this is the like the mainstreamiest mainstreamy picks from like the <laughs> 60s to the 2020s kind of stuff so like yeah i, I probably know about is good at getting a good mix of yeah. of mm-hmm. music known and and little known well and there's a lot of rap there's surprisingly a lot of country that works well a lot of pop um some like latin and r&b stuff so there's like a good mix of of tracks to kind of mesh with and and find something that works it's amazing how well like 90s hip-hop works with like 60s country you know like there's stuff that you would never think there's a couple of live djs i listen to three live djs i listen to on saturday night and they i've heard them spin everything from like Mm -hmm. thriller um, they put Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King mm-hmm. in one of their last mixes. Oh, it's amazing what you can do. Oh, yeah, there's all the meme songs, too, mm-hmm. that you would expect. That, like Justin was talking about, Groove is in the Heart, Dragostad in Tay, the New Man Yeah, Never Gonna Live You... Never Gonna... That Rick Astley song. Why can't I think of it? Never Gonna Give You Up. The the Evanescence one. Bring Me to Life. Bring Me to Life. Okay, yeah. So, so you oh, can, man, you can they throw, run the gamut then, it Yeah, you can like. throw you oh, yeah. can throw everything in there. You Jolene. The backing track, the voices, yeah. I put it, um, I put it in my Barton. wish list. I'll have it so, when it goes on so sale. So that's Fuser. It's right. Download the demo. You can play the demo and get a feel yeah. for it. And yeah, play the demo. Incredible. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, I don't know. I only just heard of the game, so I don't know how often it goes on sale. But, like, if I, if I had known of this game ahead of time, I probably would have dropped... 60 bucks on it switching topics because i wanted to get this in real quick before my time is up ah. i've been playing monster hunter i played it with steve we hunted a rajang oh, that's a big gorilla my monster goodness. he was like five <laughs> stages harder than he had to be because so so we're playing the game and i see a monster on the map and i'm like oh steve i don't recognize this monster yet it must be a different one and we get there and it's rajang mm-hmm. who's like end game level monster and yeah. we're at like hr four or five like we are not yeah. ready for this yet I'm, so so I, we gotta I, take him down. So I spend the entire, I spend like four hours. I'm like, Steve, I'm gonna take him down. You in? He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing stuff with Justina right now, so go on without me. Um, so I'm like, Okay, well, I'm not gonna rush into this like a fool. I'm gonna get electric resistant gear. I'm gonna get ice powered weapons that can deal more damage. I'm gonna get the right gems to change up my. So I, I, I like decked myself out in like an anti Rajang like suit of armor and weapon. <laughs> Then Steve is ready. It sounds like me going to fight a Lionel in Breath of the Wild. So, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, and, the, and then Steve is ready, and Steve is coming into this battle with gear Lucas hasn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. I have oh, a, nice. I have a cat, and I have a weapon that both deal poison damage regularly. 
and our cats both deal other status ailments like paralysis, they'll deal water blight, they'll deal ice blight, they'll deal kind of whatever. So we came raring to go for this battle. He decimated us the first like three times. <laughs> yeah. um, he has a grab attack that you can just see. Like he'll do this with his arms. He'll, he'll like wave out his arms and then he'll leap at you. And if he mm-hmm. grabs you, he throws you to the ground. And that takes half your damage. And then he you're stuck on the ground and he like pile drivers uh-huh. you into the ground. It's terrifying. And you lose the other half of your health. I was able to keep Steve alive because I I like heal during yeah. the match and I threw life powders down. Steve does not use I'm life not powders. I'm not good at that so, technique. I'm so a bad every team time, player. Every time I got grabbed, I knew it was death. So yep. we had like one where we were doing it and like we're, we're, we're texting on Discord because it's late at night. And um, I, I guess DMing. Um, and uh, like we, we'd already lost two lives. And Steve's on his way back. He's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm like, dude, it's over. Like, <laughs> like ten, I, I, know, I see my death coming from like 10 seconds away. I'm in the air right now. He's got me. Like, it's done. Yeah. But we finally took him down. That's so, awesome. like, and the, and oh, then it, dude, it, it and then good. it got better because the actual hunt was for what was it, a Raytheon? Raytheon. Raytheon. Okay, I always get those two mixed up. Actually, yeah, no, yeah, yeah it was Raytheon. Raytheon. Yeah, so we've got a Raytheon that we're actually supposed to hunt. We're down to our last life. We're fighting and this we, thing. And we kind of message each other and we're like, if we don't do the Raytheon, do we get credit for the Rajay? Yeah, or, we or don't like, know. How does that work? So, so we're, we're terrified. like, we better do it. So we go out, we do it. We, we're like, I'm healing Steve every five seconds because yeah. I'm terrified he's going to get hit and that's going to be the end of it kind of thing. Yeah, my cat um, lays down a trap. And then, and then, of the course, the monster flees. The monster flees, runs in a straight line, runs right into the trap. Steve just runs up and knocks it out with yeah. uh, trank bombs and yeah. puts it to sleep. It was so, awesome. Got the so win. It was, it, was, it was good. I've put 95 hours into this game. That's, so, I, ju- you know, that's I just crossed weird. 60. I would, you know, I, I hear you guys talk about this game and how much fun you have with it. And I really wanted to get into it, but I do not have the time to, to learn it and... What I will say is um, there has never been a babier version of Monster Hunter to get into. Yes, yeah, this, like, this this is, is a good one to it, start. It's still, it's still Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. but it is so hand-holdy, man. Like, right. all, the, all the barriers to entry from the old games are gone, which I'm not a huge fan of personally, but I'll deal, you know? Um, it, hunts generally take about 20 minutes instead of like 40 mm-hmm. to 50 minutes like they used to. Yeah. A lot less items to manage. Um, all the gear and equipment is pretty easy to get. So, you know, it's so still, you're it's saying there's never commitment. been a better time to play a monster it's, in this game. It, yeah. Other than, other than maybe World, because I've heard that World was honestly like even easier than this one, at least before Iceborne came And out. if you've got Game like, Pass, well, I think World is still on it. It's, it's pretty, yeah. So mm-hmm. again, still, it's going to be a time commitment. Like, it, it sucks. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. is like, I get to play games, like, maybe an hour a night. And... So what I've been doing is I've been working it into my exercise routine, where I walk around the house for, like, a straight hour, and I'm just hunting monsters and hoping I don't walk into walls. So <laughs> that's uh, that's my routine now, but, you know, to each their own. Um, in the interest of being a good host and keeping us on track, I'm going to pivot us to Steve, since he was already kind of going yeah. with our Monster Hunter thing. Because we run in long. <laughs> so I got a little distracted from Monster Hunter. Um, the Indie mm-hmm. Showcase happened yesterday. 
And the only thing I saw on Twitter was people talking about Fez coming to Switch. Everybody's losing their minds right now, right? Guys, the only person Fez, I know who's Fez losing his is mind a good is game. Steve. Guys, I've never heard of it. Okay, so Fez. Same. Fez is the first indie game that I ever got. It was the game that got me into indie games. It mine was, was it Cave was, Story. Yeah, mine was Fez, <laughs> then Cave Story, and then Bit Trip. So that's my, this is like my game. Um, Mine was Shovel Knight, as long as we're Oh, sharing. so this is an older game. This is an older game. That. Yeah. Um, I, I first played it on the PlayStation Vita and PlayStation 3. And it was a it was a Steam game, I believe, before that, if I remember right. No. Kind of, so get this. No? This was oh, one of no. the very, very first. It goes if you remember here. the Xbox, the Summer of Arcade, it was yes. part of the... Like the oh, first it's that of old? Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy well, it has cow. it has to be if it predates Cave Story because Cave Story came out when I was in like high okay. school, like so mid high school. It's old, <laughs> and it holds up well. Um, I was surprised how good it looks on the Switch. Um, I'm gonna put my hand over the camera so you guys can see the video if you're watching <laughs> this, the stream. It looks. I was surprised at how good this 15 year old game looks on a modern. So system. if you're watching that screen cap that I have. You notice it's a little shaky at one point because it's a bomb blowing up, so it's supposed to be. But once you actually get to the point of playing the game, it runs at 60 frames a second in handheld or on TV. Now I'm all blurry. Hang on. Um, it just has such a, um, like, like, like what I would today, what I would call like an incredibly, like, stereotypically uh -huh. indie look, right. right? Like, it looks so. So indie. Oh, definitely. Like, so, but, like it's absolutely indie. <laughs> so it's it's the it's the gameplay hook that gets you though. Mm -hmm. So it's a two D puzzle platformer, and the gimmick in it is he gets a little fez that makes it so he can kind of move around in three D, and you do that by rotating the camera ninety degrees to get a different view of the world that you're in. Cool. Um, the puzzles are something else though. Um, you'll be going through and you'll be finding cubes and getting into new areas and then you'll find a relic that's called the writing relic and in the area where the writing relic is there's a thing that you can look at from two different sides and you know that famous sentence the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog or whatever that one is mm -hmm. that sentence is there so you can suddenly decode the language in the game it's got its own alphabet cool and then you can go solve more puzzles. And as you solve more puzzles, you'll learn that there's a number system that's in the game that's based off of uh, Roman numerals, except for these numbers are one through Some six. Some people might think you're getting a little bit spoilerly, because I kind of almost do. Okay, uh, so. So, you, you probably so anyway, a little then bit in that. level three. <laughs> so yeah, so there's that. Um, and then there's these things called anti-cubes, and the anti-cubes have even tougher puzzles than what the regular cubes have. So, and that's kind of the goal, is to collect all the cubes and collect all the anti-cubes, and I'm loving it. Um, it came out yesterday, I started playing it at like 10 o'clock when we got into bed, and I played it till my Switch hit 1% at 2.30 this morning. So, yeah. So I'm a fan, I'm happy to have it on Switch. And it's on sale this week. It's twenty percent off, so it's thirteen forty nine as opposed to the regular fifteen ninety nine. Perfect time to get well, it. Well, I really like the music, which is what we're listening to uh -huh. in the background of this episode right now. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, I highly recommend it if you if you've never played it. It's a really good pooping game. It saves pretty much every time you go into a new area or loading screen, or whenever you get a collectible. So. 
Well, Eugene, um, what games have you been playing in your free time? Assuming you were done, Steve. That was kind yes. of the only game you played. <laughs> it, it's the only game How I've been playing, aside from I'm Oscar. just kind of rushing us here because we're running low. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess if it's my turn, um, I can talk to you about the games I've been playing. You guys don't want to hear about Pokemon Go. You guys don't want to hear about... Um, Breath of the Wild. Oh, I mean, unless you, you do. play, you play Pokemon Go. I had no idea. Do you play every day? I, I do play every day. It's a great <laughs> game. Um, I am playing a game aside from those ones, but it is not a Nintendo game. It is not even a video game on a console. I'm playing an old relic of a game I used to play when I was like 13, and it still exists. It's called Grendel's Cave. Um, it's a browser-based game. Um, if you're watching the stream, you can actually watch me play it now because I definitely wasn't playing it the entire show while everybody was talking. Um, it's I don't. It's a. It's called a mud. So it's like a M U D D. It's it's basically a. It's all text. Uh. <laughs> um, so like that's there's going like, way back. Oh, I actually really like all text-based games. It, Those it's are really fun. A, it, it's all yeah. It's cool. It's all text. They open and, like they open like the limits of creativity mm-hmm. with like what you can do. So like there's like little icons and it's really in, fun in to like try a and mess grid. With the so you can go places. So like you can click on the barn and you know you go to the barn and there's like a little text dialogue that says you see the world spin around and you know blah 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 all that stuff. It, so like it really is all text based, but the point of it is um, I don't know if you've ever read the epic Beowulf, but it's based mm. around that. So the point of the game is to kill Grendel. Um, to save the kingdom, and you have to I do that. Grendel sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. To do that, you have to, um, you know, f- fulfill certain quest items, like get amulets and stuff like that, and you know all this stuff. But um, y- to you actually have to go into like what a cave, and this cave has like 250 levels, so it's kind of like uh, where there's monsters in it, and you can you know attack and you know level up. And I love this game, guys. I don't. I've been playing it like four hours you can ask my wife i'm playing it like all the time now anymore um but uh yeah it's fun it's cool you can it's it's basically an rpg so like i can go to get magic and learn how to regenerate or i can um turn my whip that i'm using into a whip that has poison damage or stoning damage or paralyzing damage you know stuff like that so um yeah it's cool i like it a lot grendel's cave dot com if you're interested um there it's a subscription-based game anymore um back in my day um man uh so let me let me just take a step back into my childhood the reason i used to play this game is because they used to have weekly tournaments where you can win 500 bucks if you were like you know the dang that is good marketing yeah so like i would actually go in and you know play all the time while i was at school and all this stuff i never won i never like actually you know got the 500 dollar prize but like it was cool that like me as a 12 year old it's like i could win 500 oh yeah if i beat this game you know like it's cool it's super cool cool i like that a lot yeah so um yeah aside from learning about protection and f- from fire and detecting invisible that's all i've been doing in uh, grendel's caves it's, it's real fun I like it a lot cool well if that's it for change the system we will move on to the question block we have questions that need to be asked and answered answered already asked um if you would like to ask us one of your questions that we can then answer, do so at our Discord, which mm-hmm. you can get to from a variety of sources, including from infendo.com. 
Um, I'll go ahead and read the first one. It comes from longtime listener, friend of the show, Colt Cube, who snuck in two questions, actually. What's your favorite sandwich? Wait, also, what games were you most excited for during the Indie Showcase? Okay, so um, see above for the Indie Showcase for me. Yeah, yeah. Steve's <laughs> good on Fez. Well, then, Steve, the, what's your favorite sandwich? Um, <laughs> real quick, though, there was another game. Eugene, do you remember that <laughs> 400 Days game that I was asking you about? What that was mm-hmm. called on the Indie Showcase? Um, I can look it up real quick while you're okay. talking about... Um, my favorite sandwich. Um, it has to be a pastrami burger. Mm. Solid. Mm-hmm. This is going to stretch the limits of the what is a sandwich conversation we had. I was worried. That, that's why I was kind of laughing earlier because I saw it um, come in. Well, I'm I'm ready here. Um, I didn't watch the indie showcase. Um, back in my my yo- younger days, um, I had quite the the stick up my butt about indie games. Um, I no longer have that. I just didn't watch it because I didn't know it was a thing. And also, indie games just don't really jazz me that much. Like none of the games. I, I looked at them after the fact. None of them really have me that curious. So. I, I don't really have an answer for that one. I'm just not really a big indie guy. I, I love that the devs make the games. I just am not really interested in playing any of these ones. Um, however, my favorite sandwich, that is something I could talk about. Mm. I discovered something called a meat triette, which is basically a bunch of meats with um, sauce andalies and french fries on top. And oh, mama boy, <laughs> that's a good sandwich. That Look it up. Awesome. Um, it's it's not spelled how you think it would be spelled, but it also translates to machine gun. So look up the machine gun sandwich, I guess, and get the <laughs> recipe and make it yourself. I make a meatless version because, as most of you should probably know, I am a vegetarian. And, oh, man, that's good. Um, also <laughs> horrible for you because it's topped with French fries. So, you know, eat it French fries make everything better. That sounds good. Good reward sandwich for a hard month. Um, what about you guys? I'm going to go. So I'm going to go. Lately, go. I've been. No, Justin's going to go. Justin's <laughs> going to go. Justin's going to go. Sorry. <laughs> um, lately, I've been having a lot of Dunkin' Donuts sweet black pepper bacon breakfast sandwiches. Um, Wait, say are... that again. What is that? Dunkin' sweet... Donuts breakfast breast. It's, Raha fresh. it's <laughs> sweet sweet black pepper bacon so it's bacon that is covered with um black pepper and something sugary they Probably used to use brown maple sugar. sugar i don't know if that's what they're still using but it's this perfect blend of of course the saltiness of the bacon plus the spiciness of the pepper and the sweetness of the sugar mm. and then there's egg and white cheddar and uh it's on a toasted croissant it is the best way and probably most fattening way to start your morning especially when you combine it with a cocoa mocha iced latte Um, so that's currently Mm. my favorite that thing has as many calories Um, as it has syllables Probably. Um, and it has like five calories and you're good to go. Um, <laughs> if I had to pick a, uh, a not breakfast sandwich um, and we're including burgers, um, a Bacon King from Burger King. Hmm. Those are those are delicious. Is that their version of the Did Baconator? He... Was the... Uh, was it... No, I don't think so. That sounds kind of good, though. Did it? Was it specified that it has to be a breakfast sandwich? No. Because it just it says sandwich. All right, well, then I'm going to go here. Um, first off, um, I think I put in the chat, Steve, the name of that game. I yes. think it's called The Longanine. I do think um, that so, is. 
So there you go. Um, my favorite indie games that were in the showcase, because there was a few for me. Um, I am so thrilled for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. That mm. looks fun. Oh, that, I forgot to answer Ninja that Ninja part of the Turtles question, but that out? was that yeah. was my answer to that Shredder's as well. Shredder's Revenge. Turtles game. Mm-hmm. I do a I do a podcast about video games. Um, how is I, I need I need specifications. It's, how it's is a it? It's a two D beat 'em up, but it's done but by how an is in, it? because it's by an indie developer. That's so weird that they were able to get a license for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like that's that like solidifies my point that like indie game developers at this point are just basically like smaller third party developers. You can, like we could almost getting, call like, them fourth party. Well, well, yeah, like when they're getting licenses for like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like that is not some dude in his basement like making well, a passion look, project. Look that's at like Cadence a of job. There's another one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But I, I anyway, feel like go on. I feel like indie has gotten such a weird stigma. Like I don't think that. Well, anyways, like we're getting in the weeds here. Um, this sounds like a discussion topic. topic. <laughs> right. Um, I, which we've already had one of before. I feel. Um, my other favorite games of this indie um, showcase was Oxenfree 2, because I don't know if anybody's ever played the original. That one was fun. <laughs> I remember you talking about it. Uh-huh. I, I have played Ali Ali. I was going to say Ali Ali came, too. <laughs> and the other game <laughs> that so we So once again, at the same time, we have Ali Ali and Oxenfree. And the other game that looked really cool <laughs> that I was looking <clears throat> looking to play was the House of the Dead remake. Did you guys ever play House of the oh, Dead? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Was that. that the arcade one that's like an on-rails zombie yes. shooter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, I, played that. I, have, I don't know if I've ever played a, a House of the Dead game ever, but um, I am very interested in trying the I remake. I want cause... them to come out with a nice plastic switch controller that I can that looks like a gun that I can put my switch controller into and I can they play have that them. game like a shooter. I they want them to exist. come out with a $5,000 arcade cabinet. Like <laughs> I, I want them to I, so. I want them to allow you to play House of the Dead with a keyboard and make it typing I the want dead. them to bioengineer real zombies <laughs> you, that I can anyway. Eugene, didn't you get a new 3D of, printer? Uh, I did get a new 3D printer. You can print your own. Uh, <laughs> Good point. Um, so speaking of the Ninja Turtles um, and our favorite sandwiches, Are my favorite sandwich is pizza? the sandwich of pizza, um, yes. a calzone. Um, yes. That's fair. Yes. I, I've been craving a calzone lately for some reason. And I'm going to take us on a little tangent here. my language. Did, did you guys ever have a, a restaurant called Zio's in your area and now they're uh-uh. all shut down? Well, in New Mexico, there's a little, there's a chain called Zio's, and they're all shut down, and they had the best freaking calzones. And every time you went in, everybody waved at you, and they said hello, and it was the happiest place, and now it's closed. So I have to find a new calzone spot. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Just well, open sure your there's own. a good one out there. Yeah, just open your own. It's fine. Just I mean, print your own. Businesses, the economy is so good right now. You'll be I just fine. I think since 2020, <laughs> happiness is closed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it just shut down. So well, we're about to bring that happiness back because Slacker No Mo Money asks, "What's a childhood memory that you can recall where you felt okay?" I didn't read the full question. <laughs> What's a childhood memory that you can recall where you felt incredibly frightened of something relatively normal or mundane? Doesn't have to be video game related. Oh wow! I wish I would have read that question ahead of time. I've got. I something. remember. 
I have this very, very vivid, like, um, it's like a nightmare that I used to have when I was a kid. And it was a weird one. The nightmare was that everything was just too big for me. Like, I couldn't, like, reach what I wanted. Like, I was, like, so small that I couldn't even, like, get on the chair. I don't know why. And that was Try being short for a living. Would you say this stems from difficulty communicating with authority (laughs) figures as a youth? And how did that make you feel? Um, so I have more, uh, like, intimate stories of, like, hallucinations when I took, like, meds as a little boy that I mushrooms. will not share right now. Because that's, like, yeah, you mm. know, when, when I was, like, three and I was on my big pot bender. Um, but no, <laughs> no, um, I'll, I'll share something a little bit more tame for this one. We can maybe dive into the heavy stuff on another show. Um, when I was very little, I enjoyed a game called Banjo-Kazooie. Mm. And in the beach level of Banjo-Kazooie, if you went into the water for more than a few seconds, you'd hear the knockoff Jaws music, and the shark would come and take a chomp out of you. So um, every night for a few years, when I would go out to like the uh, kitchen to get a drink or something, or <laughs> use the bathroom in the, in the bathroom, because I didn't have one of those built into my bedroom... Um, I would, like, play the music in my head and have to, like, run because I was convinced <laughs> the shark was going to come take a bite out of me. I was very afraid of the shark. Then I'd always, like, make it back to my bed and, like, dive into my bed because I was safe in my room. So that was mine. So I still I still have one. Um, I'm actually... I don't think I've ever admitted this to you guys and our listeners. Um, I'm actually somewhat afraid of the dark. Like, when, so, Lucas will know because he's played a lot of late night games with me. Um, At 11 o'clock, the light shuts off, and he'll always hear me say, lights on. Um, If if the light is off and I walk down the hall, I get all the way freaked out like something's following me. And I can feel the anxiety building up, and I immediately have to jump in bed because somehow the covers make me safe. I don't Covers understand Covers do it. make you safe. That's scientifically Yeah, that, that's yeah. science, yeah. But yeah, I you, I, I do have this weird little fear of the dark. You and my seven-year-old make a great pair. Right? And we both like Power Rangers, so it's meant to be. <laughs> oh, we're best friends. We, we <laughs> Three of us hang out on the weekends. You don't know. Uh, Justin, what's your mundane fear from childhood that haunts you to this very Oh, God, day? Grendel's coming. <laughs> um, so, this is a weird one. I'm afraid I of the dark. Try well, ours have been so normal. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing an episode of the Smurfs. Bear with me. All right. And Let's this, see where this goes. This, <laughs> and maybe it was a dream, but I vaguely remember an episode where this bee-like creature stung the Smurfs and they turned zombie-like. For some reason, this terrified me as a child. And I would have nightmares about it, and I would be afraid that this bee creature would come out of our attic and come and come get me. My my bedroom was was at the back, and then I look out into the hallway, and then the attic stairway was was right there. Of course, and it was. in the summertime, the door was always open because we had an exhaust fan in the attic. So I was always afraid that this thing would come down from the attic. I don't know why I thought it was in the attic. But and it would sting me, and I'd turn into a zombie. And believe it or not, I never watched the Smurfs or anything Smurf-related 
since I saw that Dang. episode at, <laughs> that's like, a, age That's a sniffing five. bad experience. You were traumatized. <laughs> well, I will give you a bonus story that does not fit in the parameters of Slacker Monkey's thing, because you just reminded me of it. Um, this is not a mundane thing. This is something that absolutely somebody should be terrified of. When I was in single digits, I don't know how many digits, I saw The Mummy. Um, and I saw the scene where the scarabs go into the guy's skin and are oh, crawling that's not a in good his one. skin yeah. from the inside. Mm-hmm. I know exactly and what you're talking about. That gives me the hibbidi-jibbidis right now. From that <laughs> moment on to the end of my days, I have been paranoid about keeping insects out of my body. So, um, <laughs> like, if a fly is flying around my head, I go, like, full, like, 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 I will swat, I will jump, I will move. Last night I was laying on the couch playing a game and a spider fell on my face, and I, like, <laughs> like, it was, it was I would the pay worst. money to see that. Right? Yeah, so, um, <laughs> Did you... it was one of those things that happened at 2 a.m., and I was like, I'm so happy I'm alone right now. <laughs> did you, did you ever watch Raising Hope? Don't even the, tell me there's another scene like No, that. the kid, the know. kid's, the kid's girlfriend in that show, um, yeah. She slept with a nylon on her head just for just for that reason. As do I. Yeah. <laughs> wow. As you do. <laughs> yeah, no, but I like I am just paranoid about like like flies getting in my ear. I've... Like 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 as soon as that happens, I'm like, okay, if there's a bug in my ear, it's gonna lay um, eggs, and then it's gonna gonna hatch, and I'm gonna I, have to like, brain damn it. Like I recommend not watching The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> oh, I've already seen the Wrath of Khan. But that's alien, so it doesn't bother I'll, me. I'll, sh- I'll send you a video of a spider peeking out of some guy's ear. It is the you creepiest that, thing ever. You do that, and I will hack into your lights and permanently shut them all off. <laughs> do not play with me. And with that, we will leave the show here. We hope you all enjoyed it. I certainly did. Um... We will be back next week with more Nintendo and more non-Nintendo stuff to keep you forever entertained, my liege. Peace. Bye. Stay away from Grendel. See you real soon. Bye. Bye. And get vaccinated. Definitely. I already am. Mm -hmm. As soon as you can. Damn it. Enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio? You'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash infendoradio Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. 7.30, who gives a crap time? Every five episodes, we'll know what number it is. I thought that was a stinger. Steve said that with so much, like, control that I thought that was one of our stingers. Every five episodes, you get a free biscuit. Infendo Radio is on now. (laughs) Okay, let's go to the people. Let's tell them that we're here, and then we'll level out the audience. Oh, I think they'll know we're here.